Welcome to The Messy Breakup. My name's Rebecca Burke. I'm a counsellor, relationships counsellor and family law mediator. And we're talking all things relationships and messy breakups. So today's podcast is on what to do next. So um, I find a lot of people professionally, personally, all over the place, all walks of life, once they find themselves going through a fairly significant, serious type of relationship breakup, there can be total overwhelm on what to do next. Um, and the result of that can be grabbing at straws, um, depression, anxiety, financial ruin, um, you know, getting like, it can affect your work. It can affect your wider family. It certainly affects your children. Uh, if you have any, and these are, so these are a couple of helpful steps on just how to not lose it altogether and, um, sort of lose control and direction of your own self and own life. Um, so, yeah, so look, the first step is I recommend um, finding, I call it your wise counsel, all right? So what on earth is a wise counsel? So, you know, depending on your stage in life and the length of your relationship and all these kind of factors, you're probably going to need um, at least one or two of these um support mechanisms. And so I call it your wise counsel. So if you're imagining sort of sitting in around a round table and you've got all of these uh, supports and knowledge and wisdom and guidance there just to guide you through this really, really tough time that you're all going through right now. So who is in your wise counsel? So Look, while family and friends are really fabulous, they're not always full of wisdom and they're not always as emotionally (laughs) stable as we need them to be. Sometimes they can really add a whole bucket of petrol to that fire and they don't even mean to. So family and friends, yes, you're certainly there. You're, you're, at the table, you've got a seat, but your place is just love, friendship, and bring in the joy, bring in that sense of um, belonging. That's that's their purpose. All right. Yeah, there could be some family friends in there who truly are filled with wisdom, and um, you know that's up to you to to know how much wisdom is in there and how many grains of salt you take that with. Um, I know that in my practice, I've had plenty of clients come through and say that they've had legal advice um, and this is what their legal advice says. And after scratching a little bit deeper, um, it's it's what we call pub advice. So it's advice over a beer. <laughs> it's usually pretty crappy. So, um, But it's exactly what you want to hear. So that's why they say it. Anyway, family and friends, woohoo, they're there for Netflix binges, they're there for two o'clock in the morning phone calls when you're feeling lonely, that's that's their role. 
Um, now, who else is at this table? So, like I said, depending on the length of, of time your relationship has been through, depending on the complexity of finances and property or children, or if, if there's any of that, um, you might need uh, some, some good legal advice. Uh, now, finding yourself a lawyer who thinks strategically, not um, in a sort of a, what, what would you say, say a, a bulldog kind of a way. So we find that people who find lawyers who are very um, litigious and go for the jugular, they'll end up costing you more than you'll ever want to part with in terms of finance and emotional drain. Um, so finding a lawyer who is who is very strategic and pragmatic and helps you set some goals that you want to achieve. All right. So if you want to achieve walking away from the relationship, say with a hundred thousand dollars, and there's only two hundred thousand dollars in the pool. Hopefully that lawyer is not going to drain both of you by 50 grand each and then you only walk away with 50 grand each. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. Um, You've really got to be careful going down that legal path. So find yourself a lawyer um, who's just good at being a human being as well as understanding the law in a pragmatic way. Um, You're going to need those people around you and not all the time and just just to check in on certain um, technicalities okay now the reason why I, I recommend that is that uh, during mediations we have people come in and they truly don't understand um, how the system works and what um, what is what you would say fair and equitable when it comes to property and finance and they don't understand as well how it works when it comes to making parenting arrangements um and so some people can come in incredibly entitled and think that um doing a 90 10 percent split is 100 percent reasonable um it's just not and and a, um, a judge would just laugh at you and throw you out and actually send you back to mediation meanwhile you've dumped you've dumped a few thousand k on your lawyer and they're the only winner so yeah just shop around and you'll find that a lot of lawyers out there will give you a half hour free and just just get clear on on what kind of questions you need answers for um and reality test those when you get those answers Uh, So there we go. We've got two seats filled up at the table. Um, Another really important one is mental and emotional support. And this needs to be an unbiased one. So if you're able to get yourself a mindset coach or a good counsellor or a good psychologist, I know they can be hard to get into at the moment. So, um, you know, coaches and counsellors, you know, definitely have someone there that you can sort of, again, do some reality testing with. Now, why is this important? So, gosh, it's important anyway, right? It's really important to be able to 
Um, not through those tough times where you can feel like you might be going crazy, but actually the situation just demands that it's really tough on you and you need someone there who's unbiased to give you some calm, sage advice on, um, on how to deal with things. Now, again, I see people coming through my office and I, I just feel for them desperately. I have people who have been in very controlling relationships for, you know, sometimes 20 years and they still don't realise that they've been in a coercive controlling environment. And so after the breakup, they are still being coercively controlled by their ex. Even though they're not together, they think they've made an escape, but they haven't. Um, so being able to get advice um, around that and, and what's, uh, oh God, I don't want to use the word normal because everything's normal. Wow, there's so much. I can't, there's, there's no normal. Uh, but but what's, what healthy boundaries are and what a, a good mental state is um, for you? Um, and really you're, deep down, you're, you're the one that knows that and being able to talk to someone in a non-judgmental environment, um, can really help you unpack that and, and back yourself. Just back yourself. That's what you're going to need a whole lot of. <laughs> so during, during messy breakups, um, and even if they're not messy, just during breakups, um, you're going to get tested. You're really going to get tested on, um, your strength of character and what's, yeah, what's fair and what's not. So for example, if you do have children, um, what's not fair is, um, I guess, crumbling into a great big heap and not supporting your children. You, you still need to be able to pull yourself together. And if there's moments where you can't, that's totally okay. That's what family and friends are there for. That's what that seat takes up. Um, and then there's other times where you're just going to need other resources around you to make sure that, um, that you're squaring up as best you can and you're showing how your kids how to deal with, with a bit of adversity and without um, totally destroying the character of the other parent. Um, that will cause long-term issues for the children. Character assassination is a great big fat no, and I'll go there in another uh, podcast. So um, mental and emotional support, um, it's just going to be really important. And look, at the end of the day, um, your ex is a bit of a habit, right? They've always been around. There's always been a certain pattern. And you're going to be, your brain is going to be going through a feeling of breaking a habit. And it can be quite a weird sort of a clunky, uncertain, cold, just mm, unpredictable space. So, um, and that's really, um, it's, it's just perfectly reasonable to feel that way. So um, yeah, reach out, fill that seat with someone who has some, who is filled with just some life wisdom. And you know what? You don't want people talking to you about processes and process. You just want someone who's going to sit there and go, yep, you know what? It's, it's fair enough that you're feeling like this, but ha- how about we think about some strategies so that you're on top of things? 
Um, and, and they really lift you and support you. You don't want to be going down a rabbit hole with them. Not at this stage. It's, it's a bit early and um, you, you need to sort of have as much strength around you as possible. So uh, ask that person for strategies on how to get through the next period of time. Um, until you are resettled and you are feeling a bit more calm and predictable in life. Um, and then if you want to go down a rabbit hole, knock yourself out. Um, okay, so another one, another seat to fill around this round table of your wise counsel could also be um, accountants or financial planners. So um, usually people in breakups are dividing um, assets and finances. Sadly, other times people are dividing debts. Um, so being able to find somebody who can help you get a, a real grip and a real understanding of exactly what your position is right at this moment and help you plan it forward. It is so easy in this emotionally whirlwindy kind of a time you're in a space where you're potentially circling this big black drain oh and um it's just alarming how quickly money can disappear um through, through, you know, through all sorts of means so having someone there at your wise table like that will be long term you'll you'll just thank your past self for that in the future um so yeah, get, get that wise counsel together as soon as you can. And once you've got that wise counsel together, you start to redesign your own life. Okay. So redesigning your own life, what on earth does that mean? The guts of it is you are back in control of your own life. You're not a victim. You're not controlled anymore. You're not um, beholding to anybody anymore. You do have responsibilities in life. They might be children, might be work, might be financial, might be community, could be all sorts of things and it could be all of them. And you need to still be able to function in a way that keeps you happy and supported as much as possible through a tough time. Um, and just be able to visualize that light at the end of the tunnel. If you don't take the steps to redesign your own life, you are allowing control over your life to become situational. So whatever the situation is that pops up, that's what's taking control of you in that moment. It could be your ex, and I've seen it plenty of times, where, as I mentioned earlier, you might have broken up. However, they're still calling the shots. They're still pulling the strings. They're still telling you which dotted line to sign. Um, please, God, just don't do that. Um, get your wise counsel together. Now, I'm not saying be adversarial. Don't do that either. <laughs> this is where um, you know mediation um, is really vital and being able to mediate. Now, that doesn't even mean that you need a mediator. That just means that you're able to have a discussion which, which provides options and create solutions. All right, that's all, that's all it is. And 
if you're a part of that and you're getting advice on those ideas, then you know that you've, you can rest easy because you're, um, you're in the driver's seat as well as your ex. Hopefully if they're able to take on that type of a mindset as well, um, then you both have a really good fair chance of moving on in, um, in a healthy, productive way. And if you do have children, you're less likely to screw them up. <laughs> and if uh, and if you don't have children, you're more likely to to be able to move on in a clean way, and and meet that person who's who's sort of waiting for you out there. And God doesn't mean you can't do that if you've got kids either. Um, it just cleans things up the right way for you. So hopefully that has been helpful. Uh, it's just a short little podcast. What to do next? Find your wise counsel. Legal mental, emotional, financial, accounting, and family and friends. From there, you redesign your life moving forward. You're back in control. You start setting the standards and you start setting the goals. Those people at that table will help you. If they don't, you probably need to reconsider who's sitting there. So hopefully that's been good. I'm looking forward to another podcast soon. As always, please reach out. I've got some very interesting messy breakup stories coming up over Christmas because it is the season. All right. Merry Christmas and talk soon.